1: Hello again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets bent. This is episode 136, and tonight we are not doing an official episode. Uh, Some of you who follow me on Facebook and on Twitter know that my little cat, Talipu Kitty, has crossed over the Rainbow Bridge. He died on Sunday the 27th. Uh, he had been sick with, a, with the upper respiratory infection and was on medication. Then we don't know what happened. We went to bed one night. We woke up the next morning and apparently his liver was failing and his pancreas was failing. And he died that afternoon in our arms. And everyone here at SQHQ is heartbroken. Bradford and I are very devastated. So for this show, we're going to take a little trip to Blood Beach. But it's not an original show. It's actually a show I did years ago with Sean... And Chris over at the 42nd Street Drive-In Podcast or drive through Podcast. It's not even a thing anymore. I don't even think it exists anymore. And Vaughn, frequent caller Vaughn, is in on the show as well. And I'm not happy because I, they had told me I was supposed to review the boogans. Now, of course, you know that I've seen the Boogins since because I talked about it. But this is before the boogans. So I was planning on taking part of May off anyway. Uh, I was going away I am going away And the thing is I wanted to get an episode out now In spite of everything that's happened Because right now I am in severe danger of podcast uh, Pod fading I should say because Tyler Poo As you may not know Was almost always sitting next to the microphone When I recorded I never really talked about it much Because he was the quiet one Sebastian is always the one who was jumping and trying to get attention But he was kind of my co-pilot So sitting here right now is very difficult. But I'm doing it. That is the important thing. And we are all going to be okay. Except, of course, if you're taking a walk on Blood Beach. So don't do that. But listen to what we're going to talk about. And I will see you all sometime in May.
2: Pretty, isn't it? The beaches of L.A. Playground of America. Until this beach turned into a living nightmare. You said creature. Why did you use that word? I don't know. What would you call it? Blood Beach, man. Yeah, right on. <laughs> Blood Beach. The beach is a weird beat for us cops. You've got the kids, the old people, the street fiddlers, those singles. uh. the crazies, all lost in their own world. There was every form of human life on this beach. Madras, Bermudas, bleeding madras. They were kind of old, but, you know, they were his favorite pair. They were still in good condition. But under the beach, there was this, I don't know, this horrible thing. And we still haven't figured it out. What the hell are we looking for? I don't know. But maybe if we dig deep enough, we'll find out. (laughs) We police always look for the obvious, but this wasn't normal. Nah, not even for California. No. No. Doctors figure that there's been considerable brain damage. How considerable? Vegetable soup. When something like this is chasing you, you hope you find it before it finds you. If it's human, or even if it's animal, it's got to have a place to go back to. It's kind of sad the way things have changed, huh, Mr. Selden? If there was any hope, we didn't have it. We didn't know a damn thing. It's when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. You can't get to it. There comes a time when you throw out all the rules and you make your move. Blood Beach an okay place to visit, but I wouldn't want to die there. I'm not here, i think to my feet! Blood Beach. David Huffman, Mariana Hill, John Saxon, and Bert Young as Lieutenant Broico. Blood Beach. Where the water may be the safest place to be. Hey, remember me? No. Oh, yes, Mrs. Selden. What did they tell you? Who? The police about your mother. Nothing. They don't know anything, not yet. They're lying, dopey, stupid girl. Your mother was raped and murdered. That's not true. It is true. It happens every day. They lie about it to keep their job open. They're not fooling me. Look,
0: look, look. That's where she is. Oh. Cut up and buried deep. So deep that nobody will ever find her. It, you, you
2: better go home and send, take him with you if you
3: care. Just remember who warned you.
2: Just remember who warned you. You just remember who warned you. You just
3: remember. Hey, Camel! Okay, well, we're back with our first installment Blood Beach from 1980 or 1981, depending on who you ask. ask a silly and this should be an interesting segment since uh, it seems all three of us are under the weather. <laughs> Chris, uh, I'm afraid, has a. Really bad cold, is that correct, Chris? Yeah, at some boy lived at Blood Beach. <laughs> so luckily we have a cough button, and Patrick wrote to us and saying he was sick and, quote, I'm doing air quotes, Chris, cranky. So, is that true, Patrick?
0: I was supposed to watch the boogans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was going to bring us up first? <laughs>
3: Well, we do have a Google Doc that uh, we have all our guest hosts You can on stick
0: it. a Google Doc up your ass. You, told, you called me. I was perfectly minding my own business, and I get this emergency Skype call from you. Oh, no, Patrick, could you please help us? Could you please watch the Boogits in Bud Beach? And I said, yes, yes, I will. Out of the goodness of my heart.
3: Oh, we'll Other
0: it means behind my back. <laughs> You're giving it away, you sluts. Odd sluts. Odd
3: sluts. <laughs> actually, I believe we were recording during that phone call. Uh, Chris, do we have that recording
4: available? Yes, we do, actually. We had to record it where Patrick goes on and on about how great the trailer is for Blood Beach. No, you gotta see Blood Beach, Blood Beach, Blood Beach. I, s- I said play? the trailer, no, fuck you. Because
3: <laughs> any it was rational it person. Was,
4: it
0: was bundled with the boogans. It was the boogle
3: bundle, bundle booga. Shut up. <laughs> okay well uh let's go ahead and get this show on the road uh let's see well we did we no we didn't introduce patrick well our guest host tonight if you haven't Ah, out is a one patrick from the podcast yes sorry Sorry. with a z same law bitches same law exactly (laughs) (laughs) so He's here of course to talk and as you can tell quite anxiously about Blood Beach from Oh yeah, I'm bubbling at the (laughs) orifice. to talk
4: for words and I like the Bogans is so much better. Are you It is
0: so (laughs) Bogans had Camp Factor. This was just (laughs) (laughs) Well we'll get into But but you love the trailer.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into that in just a moment. Released on January twenty eighth, nineteen eighty one, Blood Beach stars David Hoffman. Mm. I'm sorry, Hoffman. Mariana Hill, Burt Young, and John Saxon, directed by Jeffrey Bloom, and produced by Run Run Shaw. So, <laughs> why? <laughs> Actually, that's uncredited, but, and that's oh, Sir- There's all these amazing,
4: like, kung fu movies in, in China, but then he comes over here and he comes up with Blood Beach. He that. must have just saw the title and said, yeah, I can do something with this. I'll put my name by that. That's Sir Run Run to you, Chris. Um Is you related to, to did you Run Run? <laughs> yes. Whose house? Run Run's house. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Whose house? Run, run Uh, Chris. That, that's old school. <laughs> Would you like to go ahead and give us a synopsis of Blood Beach? Blood Beach takes acting powerhouse John Saxon, a memorable ad campaign,
4: and a wonderful monster concept, and successfully wastes all three behind a tour de force of Bert Young cracking bad jokes with food in his mouth whenever possible. At the time, while watching this movie, I kept wondering why nobody suspected Bert as being the giant maw devouring the locals from beneath the sand, but it was likely because they'd hear him approaching since he always talked what he eats. You, a few characters are introduced briefly during the investigation of the disappearances that we never get to know or care about, so when the monster we never get to see is finally introduced in the last few minutes of the movie, there is no great joy when it is blown to smithereens by Bert. This could have been a really fun B-movie with better writing and pacing. Unfortunately, Blood Beach gets stuck in the mud early on and never recovers.
2: Let's friends. go
3: ahead and talk about filmmaker Jeffrey Bloom. Who the hell is that? Everybody down for that? No, no, no! no. I know the crickets are. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, well... uh, Did he do an episode of Star Trek or something? No, unfortunately he didn't, but he did do Columbo, Columbo Goes to College, and Columbo, Agenda for Murder. Fascinating. (laughs) And we're just scared stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And Columbo, Death Hits the Jackpot, 1991. Uh, Beyond that, though, he's probably most notable, at least in the horror film uh, genre, for doing Nightmares from 1983. The not so good, horror well, anthology. That was terrible. Yes, it was, was, as a matter terrible.
0: of fact. But That was a video game,
3: and this, that was terrible. This is the one, this is from the guy that did Bob *Beach*. So what do you expect? Yeah, and Beach. he also did another favorite of Patrick's, *1987's Flowers in the Attic*. Oh no, 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 no! We love *Flowers in the Attic*. It's a terrible <laughs> movie adaptation, but it's got
0: gay camp all over it. Eat the cookie, mama! Eat the cookie! <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs>
3: trashy, trash, trashy, trashy. <laughs> okay, well, see. I, I hit that nail on the head. Anyway, he was also
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he was also a member of the Magic Capers, a magic performing group in the mid 1950s. Magic Capers performed sleight <laughs> of hand and stage magic. <laughs> it hopefully, to make of the viewers I never got laid much. ever.
0: <laughs>
4: Magicians get a lot of pussy. I don't know. Not the magic capers.
3: <laughs> I don't think so, no. uh, I've lost track of where I am. A highlight was a performance at the International Guild of the Prestigitors IGP convention in West Hollywood circa 1955. What do you think, think of that, Patrick? I don't give a shit. You are correct, But He's, he's craky uh, That was a low point for the Prestigitators that year.
0: It's probably As the Prestigitators. Forget, you know, I'm not even correct your grammar.
4: Who <laughs> is it? a in oh, I need
3: cocktail. <laughs> as of now, he works as a professional photographer in Studio City, California. Fascinating. In fact, if you go and check out his website, JeffreyBloomPhotography.com you can actually um, if Why? my link would come up. <laughs> Wait. Why he'll shoot
0: my nephew's bot Miss <laughs> He'll and do the The to do. have a bot mitzvah, but you know my nephew's a little weird. weird. But yeah, but but he'll do the magic show as well
3: for half price. <laughs> <because> <laughs> of, <laughs> price oh. kill me. <laughs> any any uh, let's see, any photograph can be custom ordered in various sizes. Prints can be purchased unframed with or without mats. Or matted and frame. We got a picture of Bert
4: Young Chewy just going with his mouth open.
3: <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, 16 by 20s go for 85 bucks, 20 by 24s are 150, and 24 by 36s are 250. Please call or email Jeffrey if you have any questions.
2: Who the hell do you think you are? Okay, well apparently
3: there's no questions, so we're going to go ahead and move on. But if you'd like to check out JeffreyBloomPhotography.com, no, 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 where you can uh, get your own personalized Jeffrey Bloom photograph. Do you have a picture of Run Run uh, Shaw naked doing something
4: with a farm animal or something, which is why you got him introduced yeah, on he Failed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got a picture of Wang Wang though on my avatar here on uh, on Skype. But anyway, going on to the release itself, the film was actually given a limited release. In fact, you have a page off of. Uh, Jeffrey Bloom Photography now The film was given A limited release Theatrically twice In the United States First by the Jerry Gross Organization Beginning in January 1981 And second by the Compass International Pictures in 1982 Chris do you know What Compass International Was famous for releasing Uh Nothing after this movie Exactly Exactly I was going to say Halloween, but that, that's, that's good enough. The film was released in the U.S. on VHS by Media Home Entertainment. As of 2011, the film has not been officially released on DVD.
2: Yes.
3: Much <laughs> like the other film. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> much like the other film we're getting ready to cover shortly after this. Anyway. But we don't want to bring that up because it's a sore spot, and right now Patrick's a little cranky. Anyway, it's like
4: a lost it's episode organs. of 42nd Street Drive. <laughs> I should have watched
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, the first question. This question. Fuck is actually, you, Vaughn. Two spags. Fuck Vaughn. Two spags. <laughs> this question. Homewrecker. <laughs> this question is for those of us old folk who were kids when Blood Beach came out. Uh, first came out on VHS. Do you think that that film's or this blah 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 blah? Do you think that this film's enduring legacy is not the film itself, but the film's poster slash cover art, which showcases a bikini-clad woman being pulled in the ground and a tagline that rips off Jaws 2's famous ad campaign. Just when you think, just when you think it's safe to go into the water, you can't get to it. Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely, absolutely. Uh, like I said, like I said in this alleged pre-recorded material from my call, the the thirty-second trailer that they used to run on TV was amazing, all the kids were talking about, it, "Ooh, ooh!" and it made it look great. It's no shot from the movie. It's no scene from the movie. It's you know completely constructed for the trailer. Um, but yeah, the the poster art was great as well. It got it was very sensational. It was and um, eye-catching and looked exciting and vibrant nothing that the movie offers but absolutely yes because the movie I I got
3: nothing types like frogs do you think uh, (laughs) do you think that Skype doesn't know what to do with him when he gets so excited and that's why he keeps going (laughs) in and out could be. I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, well, let me ask this. The film obviously borrows plot elements from such movies as Jaws and Piranha quite liberally. Liberally. But liberally. here's a list of things it doesn't steal from those films, such as <laughs> likable characters, good dialogue, Character developed. <laughs> pacing, real suspense, pacing, humorous moments, a good score, pacing, solid direction, pacing, and pacing. Which one of these things that I listed do you think the film needed most? I'm going to say pacing. Chris? Pacing. I think Jaws definitely needed a pissed off uh, homeless woman.
4: Okay. blah, blah! blah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jaws didn't have any. Uh, I, the
0: pacing. The pacing in this is murderous. <laughs> I get the feeling <laughs> so that this movie, talky. it's like, so talky. Let's shoot all the John Sachs
4: scenes in one day. Let's shoot all the burnt Young scenes in one day. Okay, that's it. We've got two stars in this movie. That that should be enough to, to get us over the hump. You'd like and Otis like that, Young. Wouldn't you? I mean, there's no buildup to this creature. And then by the end of it, oh, here's the creature. Oh, no, let's just blow it up. End the movie. It's like, really? That's it?
3: Where was the suspense of that? I meant to do that. That's just the point. You were in suspense the whole time if you were ever actually going to see the creature. Or not. Oh, yeah. I was on the edge of my seat. I had this movie on like four
4: times over the last week or so and fell asleep each one of those times. So I finally just sat through this entire thing tonight and was like, ugh. Oh, really? I didn't miss anything? No, you didn't.
3: <laughs> Patrick? What? Okay, that's... <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? I already said. I said pacing. The
3: pacing was murderous. Yes, it was. Well, and throughout the entire... In- yeah. Yes. Go. Go. Fine. Let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, before I have another diarrhea attack. So Throughout bad. the entire film, Burt Young, who played the abusive alcoholic brother Paulie in Rocky, George. and also the abusive alcoholic father in Emmyville <laughs> to The Possession, plays grizzled detective Sergeant Royko who continues. And I kept wondering with his name, Royco. Was that supposed to sound like Rocco? Because that's what he always called
4: Rocko. No, because he makes up a... Uh, some reference to being a cop in Chicago. Yes, in well, Chicago. that's where I'm going with this. Yeah, that's Spike all he, he talks about. He continues it to mind everyone novel. who will listen how Writer. much
3: better things are in Chicago. Chris, you're from Chicago. Are things really that much better? That's
4: what she said. Uh, today, don't worry, I got a call for this freezing out. There's tons of wind. And a buddy of mine on Facebook a, said, oh, yeah, it's so windy out today, I farted, didn't even get a chance to smell it. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go.
0: But, he can wait. but you know what? I bet he can walk down the street without getting sucked into the concrete and eaten by a thing that looks like, you know, an air
3: freshener.
4: Oh, no, that <laughs> left out,
3: yes. <laughs> With tentacles, mind you. I saw no tentacles. <laughs> well, this is our tentacle monster double feature and Damage.
4: Like, what was the plant at the end what of... Uh, little Shop of Horrors? Little of Horrors. What, was it? what was its name? Audrey? Audrey Aubrey? 2.
3: That's what it looked like to me. actually reminded me of the worms from the movie Dune, but that would sound like I'm doing a little cross-plug for El Goro's show here, so...
0: Um, I don't know. It seemed to me also, it did not, it was not helped by the fact that my print was extremely dark. Yes. There were huge, I was watching it with Mr. Brad, there were huge points, I'm like, just screaming at TV, can't say anything, can't say, can't also, say.
3: That was, seemed to be a constant complaint in some of the uh, old reviews I was reading from the time it came out, so yeah. apparently it wasn't just the video transfer either. Mm-hmm. But then again, we'll never know, because they'll never put it out on DVD, and we'll never <laughs> see never, it no, come on. W-
4: we'll never care.
3: <laughs> John Saxon said in an interview for the documentary Never Sleep Again, the Elm Street Legacy, that to him, the police captain he played in Nightmare on Elm Street was also the same character he played in this, as well as Black Christmas. Patrick, any thoughts? Everything. I love John Saxon. I love him to death. I think he's a great actor, and I think he's a great person, but he plays the
0: same character in everything. It's not just the same character in Nightmare on Elm Street. Anything you see John Saxon in, this is it. He's, yes. got, his, he's got his niche, and he does it well. And he's really the best part of it, and then he just kind of disappears in the last quarter of yeah. it. It made me think, um... Unless he's
4: karate-kicking you, like at Ender of the Dragon, <laughs> it End of the Dragon? Yes. going with the tournament... Yes. That's the only time he, he's broken out of his character. Of course, he was amazing <laughs> in that. <laughs> Bruce Lee said, hey, why don't you play the character? He said, no. And he kicked Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee didn't dig that at all.
2: Are you mental?
4: Well, what out. a fascinating story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said he plays the same character in every movie. No, He, he wasn't the, the hardened cop in uh, End of the Dragon. He was like Super Ninja. But I, well, I bet was was he hard-
1: was
3: hardened. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I should... Bring this up, but I guess I sh- I have to. Is this uh, be your your mom's ex- anti John Saxon <laughs> stance? My mom uh, <laughs> suffers from a condition known as Saxonophobia, oh, which is a uh, extreme disliking. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, she's an of, of of yes ex- uh, of actor John Saxon. Only thing when I was eleven or twelve, here's another. I need we need flashback music for this, don't you think, Chris? Yeah, I'll put it in there both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where I was watching this made-for-TV movie. I believe it was the Gene Roddenberry Genesis 2 pilot that he was trying to do to follow up Star Trek with. It. Anyway.
4: And there's Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> see, i got to throw them in there. Uh just Star Trek, we wouldn't have a show because you'd have nothing to talk about. That's true. Uh,
3: 30, 40 minutes in, and I was enjoying it, and John Saxon's playing the lead hero in it, and all of a sudden my mother comes racing into the room and slaps the power button to the TV and says, There'll be no John Saxon in my house! <laughs> So, uh, ever since then, you know, I've grown up under this cloud where I was not allowed to watch John Saxon. Sean, yeah, okay, now let's get Sean, to the... Sean, Sean, we have something to tell you. Yes. John
0: Saxon is your real father. That's why she was so upset. <laughs> she just didn't want you to see the similarities.
3: Yes, yeah, so, well, I've noticed them every time I look at the mirror, but. This is why you keep kicking people in the face. <laughs> and always playing cop, uh, police cops. Yes. Oh, well, now I know. But anyway, so, um,. Yes, it's a delicate topic
4: okay. Um, okay, so what is your bub's reasoning besides
3: patrick's uh <laughs> Well, she denies it now. So see, that's that's a problem. She's in a denial state.
4: Oh, the denial state. See, accepting the fact that you have a fear of John Jackson
3: is halfway solving the problem. that You have a problem with John Jackson. <laughs> I remember uh, when I was at a friend's house one night, and they brought home. I was thirteen, I guess, when Nightmare on Elm Street came out, and I wasn't, of course, allowed to watch horror movies or R-rated films. And or here John we Sachsen. were, <laughs> here we were watching. Tell them Nightmare this story too. And the whole time, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself. I wasn't you know, worried about the fact that it was R-rated or that it was a horror film, but I felt like I was really being bad because I was watching a movie with John Saxon. <laughs> anyway, well, that's uh, that's about all I have on Saxonophobia. That
0: was a really um, long story. What a bunch of dumbass, Yes, it was. Well, let's go
3: ahead and talk about, there's a scene in this where a rapist attacks a woman under the pier only to have his penis Is it John Saxon? No, and, uh, fortunately it wasn't. Um unfortunately for my mother, uh, only to have his penis munched off by the Venus flytrap-like monster. Would you read into that, Patrick, that the director didn't like rapists or that he realized another 45 minutes and gone by, not a damn thing had happened yet? Um, I think he was trying to, you know, um, show that this, you know,
0: you know how in Frankenstein, you know, the, the whole conflict is that he's, yeah, he's a monster, but... You feel bad for him, too, because, you know, he didn't mean to throw the little girl.
3: He's, ready, he's like, right. hey,
0: maybe this monster isn't so bad. True. I don't know. I was so okay. fucking bored at that point. I know. I was just like, I'll <laughs> I I eat both of them. Because that All right. See, I, but the whole thing with this movie was particularly the girl getting raped and her boyfriend, who was the other marine dude. They kept singing all the time. They kept having shots with them in bars singing the same song over and over again. And I kept watching these scenes and I'm going, was this dude, this curly haired dude, the, one of the producer's buddies... And they're like, hey, let's write a character for Lou, whatever his name is, and
3: it can sing. A lot. What a dumb thing to do. Yes. Well, I was quite impressed with that. I was By the like, the way, shut the fuck up. He couldn't. Oh, he finally got his head ripped off. of my like, thank you.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> I for his head to start swinging. <laughs> la la la. Hey, I'm a
3: country boy with no head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. <Thank> you, Patrick. <laughs> Chris, what about you? You a fan of rapists? Yeah.
4: Oh, uh, this is going to be an actual break. I mean, we have to get Stephen A. Grager out here because he gets all, all the, the brutality, and brutalizing, women episodes for some reason we'll be back we'll for blood
3: sucking freaks. Uh, oh I yes.
4: Well, that's because women raping. are getting brutalized and yes. they're kept in cages and tortured by midgets and whatnot. So, so that that would fall under. Uh, Stephen A. Granger's robe.
3: <laughs> okay, well, let's move on then. Do you ever get the feeling that the people behind this didn't really want to make an exploitation film? If you're going to make an exploitation film, then for God's sakes, exploit! Exploit something.
2: Yes, no, I wish there a creature are three killer
3: been... bees that people expect when going to see a movie like this. And we all know them. Blood, Beasts, and Boobs. And this uh-huh. movie goes 0 for 3. hmm Well, there was a boob that came out when the uh, the rapist guy attacked the girl. Yes, you know, I, wish I a creature. know that.
0: I'm like, oh, I see boob. We have
4: boob. Okay, so, Yeah. there, yeah, there we go. Movie. Everybody look quickly. You know why I wish the creature would have eaten the boob operator? Because that's like the fourth B in this movie. Every time <laughs> you look up, there's like this boob <laughs> mic hanging over everybody's heads. Yeah, there was a lot of boob mic hanging. It, there was like the guy from Dolomite or whatever was like the, the boob operator of this, too. <laughs> It, like makes more puritans in this movie than the creature.
3: Exactly.
0: <laughs> well when you first attack I was I knew we were in trouble when the first attack was like the seventy four year old woman and I'm thinking, okay, the cover it was art proof. Shows, <laughs> the cover art shows one thing and then you get a seventy four year old woman and I kept waiting for anything involving a girl in a bikini when it wasn't happening I'm going, man, they had missed opportunity. I also mean in general in general, activity three. You're shooting a you're shooting a movie on the beach about the beach. There should be at least some lurid shots of, you know, people sunbathing, you know, wet t-shirts, volleyball, that sort of thing. There should be at least that kind of ogling and it didn't even have that.
4: What Do you notice when uh, she got pulled under at the beginning of the movie there's like cars driving by there's people in the background people are closing the windows all this stuff and she's out there screaming and nobody seems to notice this. Even the guy who closes his window or whatever at that point is just like oh yeah somebody's yelling on the beach. Uh, yep. But I mean there's, there's still all this activity going around in the background and it's like who walks down the middle of the sand? If you're walking on the beach you kind of like walk by the uh, somewhere at the shore where the water is or you walk on the boardwalk you don't walk like, down the the middle of the
3: said wait it's a free country You're it.
0: it's a free country you can walk on every part of the beach you want to walk up person to sagod even have normal
3: beaches <laughs> i'm
4: like 8 blocks away from the beach patrick
3: the lake yes the lake it doesn't count <laughs> yeah i did think that the public beach was just a little bit uh Hard, uh, hard sell there in terms of creating any kind of spooky environment. But.
0: Well, the funny thing is, I used to work in, in California for a while, and uh, the area that they're talking about in California, they're like, oh, the beaches of Southern California, you know, that aren't quite Malibu. Mm. they're usually referred to as Steinbeckian, you know, out of Steinbeck novels. Basically yes, means absolutely. that they're burned down crack boards, <laughs> places <laughs> where you might get, you know, hepatitis just from, you know, walking down the beach and eating you know, a corn dog. Coincidence? Yes. I'm like, I know the exact kind of crack-ass beach they're talking about. So they were talking to girls at the beach, like, oh, we're going to come here anyway. It's the best beach. I'm like, you're looking to score drugs.
2: Oh, what? Wow. <laughs> oh,
3: the only reason people come to these beaches. And they shot, uh, Fletch there as well The scene where he was Dressed up as the Homeless guy See <laughs> Anyway I like the homeless woman To this one better Shut up
2: dummy.
4: Especially when she's Freaking out When the, uh, the daughter Comes back looking For the old lady She's like Oh where did the cops Tell you Oh they didn't know Anything uh, He was they right. lying. <laughs> They're lying girl Your mom was raped And murdered It happens every day <laughs> She's like Grabbing her face well, that's
0: why like People who were Shutting the windows Are like Oh god It's the rapist again
4: <laughs> Another day Another rape at the beach that's it, that's like a whole like sub-level of the story here that was going on that just didn't go anywhere. Oh, they yeah, had the rapist guy who like hides under the pier. I was like, oh, I was walking under the pier in the middle of the night anyway. Especially when you're like, don't have a
3: bra on. <laughs> That was the, that was the early 80s. Uh. <laughs> Run, Run Shaw couldn't afford uh, bras for this movie, so um, <clears throat> the film was set up for an obvious sequel at the end. Blood Beach oh, 2, bloodier beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you ever find well, yourself holding a breath waiting for that? <laughs> do you ever find yourself laying awake at night wondering aloud when it's ever going to get made, much like I do? No. no, 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 no. no so as Blood Beaches? I do like this week. in like five minutes. I
0: can see the ending. You know, not the not the big climax of the film, but the closing credit stuff was actually. That's part of the film. (laughs) It actually had a little black humor to it. So, like, like my particular favorite shot is, you know, you see the hole starting to form in the sand, which was the cue that the creature was coming. And did you see these kids, like, delightfully poking at it and playing with it? I'm like, you're going to get your faces eaten, which is that that kind of thing. I said, if the rest of the movie had that vibe, it would have been a great movie, but it didn't.
4: Not even John Saxon could save it Like kicky this.
0: He left. He was just like, okay, you know what? I'm fine. He was nowhere when they found the creature at the end. They're like, he's in the
4: other building on the phone. <laughs> he was only there like, to the film for a day that he just cut he's out. He's on the
3: phone. They jumped on a plane to head for the site of Cannibal Apocalypse. Nice. No. Can't blame him.
4: <laughs> you probably sick of watching Berg Young eat everything with his mouth open.
3: Oh, God. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you really got to wonder, is he character acting or is that just Berg Young? <laughs> I think <laughs> that's just Berg be Young. was an engaging
0: character because I, I, I don't know. The whole thing, nasty. Just... Burke Young was gross. I just wanted to hose him He's off. A nasty dude. <laughs> Basically was, was going, Am as I supposed a cop? to be laughing my head off at this? Like is it, are these supposed to be yuck yuck jokes? Because they're not
3: <laughs> He's what you call comic relief. Yeah, he wasn't funny.
0: He was no. <laughs> He's
3: just scary gross, just there. He was just waiting Him. this was uh a little money to be made in between Rocky movies. Uh, if the film never becomes released on DVD, Blu-ray, and ends up becoming a, a lost forever, as some horror film fans fear, would that really be a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these fans? <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I've seen online petitions to uh, get this movie released on DVD, and that goes back to my first question, where I think more—I I think people. Run, Run Shaw. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, after Run, Run Shaw, um, where I think people have this. Kinda of like uh I think this is also true with the next movie we're gonna talk about that shall not be named in front of Patrick. Um <laughs> No, but I think people have these memories of these films when they saw them at a young age. Well, at least people growing up in, in our time. Uh, <laughs> but I think when you actually go back and you really watch these movies and you start to see, uh, there's not that much to them. I think a lot of it is just the campaigning and everything that sticks in most people's heads.
2: Holy God, you...
3: That and Bikini Clad Chicks getting sucked into the...
2: Yeah, baby.
0: Yeah.
4: You know, I'd rather remember the movie just from the poster itself. The artwork and the old VHS box covers that actually see the movie that's what i'm saying
0: well, well i think there's something to be said for preserving it on dvd or whatever you know less degenerative format <laughs> you know kind of like the holocaust lest we forget for Show <laughs> <laughs> so future filmmakers what not to do what can happen if well, you is in it in any uh that Jeffrey
3: Bloom is, is hawking his photography right now uh, and not out there making mm-hmm. new movies Coincidence? Mm-hmm. See, there go. see there you go there you go. wow uh, you guess that's that the- did so you guess that's not going to be the box art quote of
4: the DVD for Patrick? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's kind of like the Holocaust, but better. No, 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 I, mean, <laughs> I didn't say it was better. I
0: was just <laughs> said something we learned from it. But do, you, do you know about the, um, the well, the, the scandal slash tragedy that occurred after the film involving no, the guy else. who played the, the lead? A guy who David played Humming? Hoffman? Hoffman? Bueller? I don't know. He was the blonde guy who was the Marine chief. Yes. Was murdered. Um...
3: By Venus Flytrap?
0: No, 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 no. But it was, he, was, he was very involved in like, the Hollywood scene and the Broadway scene. And he was coming home from, he was going to a party after uh, seeing some other big theater, uh, Hollywood folks' production of, of Mice and Men. And uh, saw somebody broke into a car, ran after him and was murdered, uh, stabbed to death with a screwdriver. Your sons of At somebody's famous... His mansion, and I forget who, so this is a really lousy story. I forget I said anything. Uh, you know, I had I been Boy, watching the been Boogans, a... I would have had a much better story. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm not. Tell us a Bogan story, maybe we can edit it. I the like Lincoln the segment. Boogans. You know, you say, Oh, the movie's there, but I love the Boogans, so fuck you. You can suck my Boogans <laughs> twice on Sunday. <laughs> dog in the Boogans is awesome. The dog in this was retarded. Yes, yeah, so I'll,
3: I'll, I'll save that for the next segment. Actually, I thought so, Tiger was the best actor in the movie, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway. They have, they have a movie nothing going on. <laughs> well, before Eternal we get on to uh, Boogans, uh, why don't we go ahead and discuss our high point, low point? I can wait. I'll start with our guest, Patrick. Um, Don't say pacing.
0: No, the high point, I think, would have to say, would be when I said that sense of black humor at it. the end that should have been in the rest of the film. Um... The low point for me would really just have to be um you know aside from just a general boredom that settles over the whole piece, that it's just even in the acting and the scenes, everybody just seems to be detached emotionally is that those god damn country-western sing-along scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who this guy was. I don't know how much money he was pumping into the thing. But I'm like, friggin', you know, get some straightener for your hair and shut the fuck up and tell your girlfriend, buy your girlfriend a bra. <laughs> 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 it was
3: 1980. Everybody was doing that. I can see
2: your dirty
3: mouth. Mm, really? Okay, well, really? What if everybody was in 1980? The,
4: the bras. Anyway. 1980? <laughs> Chris, what about you? How uh, even- my high point I have now the edgy homeless woman. I think she was, like, the best actor, actress, whatever, in the entire movie. The way she would just freak out and screaming at people, or she would just mindlessly look at you as you're getting sucked out of the sand because you're, like, this breed guy with the afro. Uh Deputy cop, whatever. He's, like, reaching out to herself. She's just kind of looking at him like, eh, whatever. The, 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 the sand is sucking you about as badly as this movie sucks, so... Oh, right. uh, my low point, I have
3: listed as duet at the bar.
4: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
3: uh, well, my high point, low point, uh, my high point was actually getting to see John Saxon utter the film's tagline. Uh, I think anytime you can either incorporate the film's title or the film's oh, tagline it's... into your movie, you get extra points in, in my book. Uh, which, also tells me, which also tells me that, that was they probably just pitched the tagline before they... Uh, Without even probably having a script, oh shit! That's yeah, they probably, probably had, had John
4: Saxon to say it on film. And said, look, we got John a movie. And he's saying this. And, oh my god, this is be bigger than Jaws. Yeah, See? And then they decided to make the rest of this movie. And they spent it all like a, a, like cocaine or some shit. Cocaine is a hell
3: of a drug. <laughs>
4: and then we don't then, have a creature. We're just yeah. gonna we're just gonna have the same people get buried up to their waist in the sand and scream. So this one, that'll be scary enough.
3: Well, uh, my low point uh, I is. Oh, excuse you, by the way. Uh, My low point is that for a 92 minute movie, I didn't even get to see the monster until the 90 minute mark, so uh, that was a (laughs) disappointment
4: in and of itself. Just when you're trying to look at it, Bird runs out there and steps on the plunger to blow the place (laughs) up. Really? This was like the whole alert. It's like nobody was like in danger. The creature wasn't like coming after. Oh no, we have to stop it. Oh no, and then like he saved the day or something. It's just like he just walks out, and steps to the punch. Hey, what, what do you want? Because that's like how it.
2: you doing in but Chicago, man. Me.
4: Exactly. I'm from Chicago. Guess what? We do it in Chicago. We just blow shit up. Uh, we would have the cops out there beat the thing down, and then <laughs> we'd have a news guy to say we got him. We would have put the bitches and frogs, raped them and blown them up. Boom. Yeah, but that whole sequence... um, And <laughs> they would have a press conference while he'd eat, uh, what did he have, uh, like a Maxwell uh-huh. Street sausage? he just, all his food flying out of his mouth constantly. It's like, ah!
3: That Paulie, he sure is funny. I really think uh, I give That shit. whole scene, though, at the end, was so obviously ripped off of the original Howard Hawks, well, Christian Ives, but in reality, Howard Hawks is... Uh, the thing from another world, there, where you have the whole debate about we must save it, no, we must destroy it, and anyway, so
4: I every- like, get, get into that story itself. Oh, they got the bad sides guy here. Oh, yes, well we have to capture it. Yeah, okay, I whatever. You
2: wouldn't have done anything like this if mom and dad okay, were here. Okay, well,
3: uh, that's it for the high point, low point. Uh, before I go <laughs> though, I would like to read a review online I found from Blood Beach and oh, get yes. your opinions. Um, quote. Blood Beach is way better than I expected it to be. No, 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 the movie's pace very well and keeps the action moving. No, 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 no. There's always another victim, funny bit of dialogue, or plot twist being thrown at the audience. No, 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 no. This makes for a really fun viewing experience. No, 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 no. I want to know, you? what the hell was he watching? <laughs> <Blood Beach. laughs> Has he ever seen a movie before? <laughs> because it could not have been Blood Beach. Um, then he goes on to say, <laughs> Blood Beach does boast a great performance that I think steals the show. Oh, my God. Oh, the homeless woman. Stuart you Young of Rocky fame is perfectly cast oh, as the wise cracking Sergeant Royko. Perfectly cast. <laughs> he does the same character he wandered, the same thing. It felt like he, he just all wandered.
0: All on, like I'm trying to talk. It felt like he just wandered onto the set. <laughs> they just kept filming. <laughs> like he wasn't even a character, and he's like, "Hey, what? Everybody hey,
4: in Chicago? You can eat that, yum, 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 yum.
3: <laughs> He has all the best lines and makes what might have been a low budget, by the numbers creature feature just a bit more fun. Of all the great work that he has done, this might be my favorite character that he has ever played. I think those are strong words. Of
4: all the great work, this is agent.
3: <laughs> uh, no, it says here, and please check out JeffreyBloomPhotography.com. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh <laughs> well, you I, know what, Patrick, we I, what? we we've had fun talking to you, but we really want to talk you, about. We really want. We really want to talk about the boogans, so we need to move on. Yeah, you can, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, would you like to um, tell anybody? It be... where... Yes? Yeah, fine. Never mind. I'm, <laughs> I'm very upset. Yes, I can tell. You are, air quotes, cranky. Anyway, uh, would you like to tell everybody where they can find you and where they can listen to you when you're not so cranky? Yes,
0: yeah, so you can list, You can find me at www.ScreamQueens.com. That's Queens with z. And over at Scream Queens, we, are, we promise... We promise to never break promises to our guests.
4: <laughs>
3: and we promise that when our guest host signs something, oh never mind. You don't right. have any guests, Patrick. <laughs> I certainly do. How could you never invite us? See, it's because think...
4: you're not invited, Chris. I... You're just jealous. He <laughs> <laughs> knew that I think was throws
3: the Skype programming out of whack. He does. He gets when he hits those notes. Anyway. It's like, you see, the kitty levels that only dogs could hear or something if it's type cuts out. <laughs> uh, well, Patrick, it's been a pleasure as always, and we appreciate you coming on, even though this was not the movie you wanted to talk about, though you signed up for. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess we'll be seeing you soon, hopefully. hmm Okay. We'll Those yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Is anyway. there something next time? Can I hang well, out let's, let's go talk about yes, a fun movie. Let's, let's go talk about it. <laughs>